Chardonnay podcast where success meets sisterhood. I am so excited about today's episode because it is going to be dope, okay? We're walking into this amazing series that God has given me to speak to the woman of empowerment, that woman who pours into others so very often but doesn't get poured back into herself, that woman who has dedicated her life to blazing trails for other women in pursuit of their purpose. I am so excited about this Women of Empowerment series because there are so many dope women who have inspired my journey who has encouraged me along the way. And I'm a woman of empowerment, so this personal for me, okay? So I am so excited. This series literally is so important, even if you aren't that woman who empowers other. If you feel this desire inside of you to be used by God, this may be the series that you need to tune into to help you finally tap into the calling that you have on your life. So I'm excited. Okay, and today's guest is absolutely amazing. Okay, when I say she is a phenomenal woman in full pursuit of her purpose, let me tell you, she just wrote her first book, which is such a poetic book. It's called When It's Finally Your Turn. So it is dedicated for those women who feels that calling on their life and they know it's their time to show up. She shares her experience. By trade, she is a black chemist. She's been in the industry for four years and she recently transitioned into entrepreneurship, which is absolutely dope and absolutely amazing. She is going to be dropping so many gems. So I hope you're ready to catch them, sis. Okay. She is also the CEO of Purpose on Demand, which is an amazing brand all about pursuing your purpose. So you guys, without further ado, I want you to show some hospitality, some love to the one and only Zakira Sheree. I am so excited to have her. Let's go ahead and introduce our guest. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Amazing. And we're so happy to have you today. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so I kind of gave them a little rundown about the beautiful Zakira. So we're excited to have you. Like, thank you so much for joining. You are our first official guest. So I always let them know, make her feel at home, okay? Make sure she feels Please. the vibe. Be nice to me. Be <laughs> nice. Be real me. nice. Be respectful. <laughs> Use your manners, you know? So I'm so excited to have you. We're so excited about your book. We're excited about you being the CEO of Purpose on Demand, honey. We are excited about you being a Black chemist and having that background. But most importantly, baby, you are a woman of purpose, a woman of faith, a woman of God. Come on. The most important title. So we are excited to have you. Yes, I am all of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. You know, this is like, so I'm really trying to take in the moment because it seems so small and simple, but it's really not because ever since we were kids, you know, 
to have this moment where it's being shared with the world of what we've always been doing, what has always been brewing in us. And we had no idea what it was, yes. but we just knew that we were showing up to do it. So I'm excited. I'm excited to just chat with you, chat with y'all today. What's up? I already let them know, listen, she is coming to drop the gym. So I need y'all to be ready <laughs> to receive it. So this is a women of empowerment series. So of course I had to launch it with my girl, because like you said, since we were younger, you have always been the one to empower me. We empower each other. We walked in purpose together before we knew purpose was even a mm-hmm. word, honey. Cause we ain't even know nothing about <laughs> exactly. that, but now there's a term for that feeling that we had. And it's so amazing to be able to identify with purpose before it was even a thing. Right. Right. So excited to have you. Of course, we're just going to go through a few questions with you and just let Uh it flow how we do. So the first question is, when did you know that God was calling you to empower other women? Okay, Okay, so that question is kind of, it's really layered for me because I want to be like June 28th, 1999. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) But that's not exactly how that kind of went down. Um, first of all, I grew up with my girl cousin. Hey, hey now. Shout <laughs> to the gang. And it's just the relationship that we built that as I continued to grow older, I realized like when it came to sisterhood, the women that I was connected with did not have the same story that I had with other women. So the health of like, yes, growing growing up with my girl cousins, ideally I would think that people just grew up with they cousins too right and that wasn't really the case as I would connect and have these different pockets of relationships and I started to notice the older that I got that people just like the relationships that we built with each other they weren't necessarily built in groups they were kind of like almost just individual things that have longevity so it's a lot of friends that I had when I was a kid that right. you know we may not be the closest now but they value so much right. like what we built when we were younger and so I would say the clarity of really saying okay there's something here that God is really calling me to I definitely would have to say college um mm-hmm. when I started to now pull away from the authority figures in my life and now be the one responsible for bringing clarity to what everybody else had poured into me and saying, okay, what are you going to do with the safety net that people kept around you? Right. And now that you're out here, how are you going to choose to show up? And so I continued to build relationships and as well as become clear about who I was as a person and who God was calling me to be. And I'm like, okay, definitely sisterhood, empowerment, of any sort like is it's really in me it's not something right. that I'm like oh right. I want to do because it's something cute first of all ain't nothing cute about it because right. you have like people word. are broken mm-hmm. people are broken so yeah. empowerment it literally is to me how I look at it is literally like a key to be a person of empowerment is like you are a key to somebody's closed door That's you know good. so either That's they're good. gonna allow you to have access to it or not right so, yeah 
I love that. And it's so powerful. And I want to bring back to the point that you said, when I got to college, I had to ask myself, how am I going to show up? And I think that's so important because we don't do that. And that's when we start losing our identity and start trying to find other things to cling to. If I would have asked myself that question in college, girl, it's no telling where I would be right now. But that question is powerful because you get to choose how you show up. There's so mm-hmm. many different pockets and um, things going on in college that sometimes you just end up being a part of something because you did not know who you were. You wasn't in tune with your identity. So that mm-hmm. question is powerful. And if you're listening to this episode, ask yourself that question in any environment, whether that's a new job, going to a new school, showing up on a new platform. How do I want to show up? What inside of me do I want to give someone by the way that I speak, talk, walk, act, the things I participate in? So that was a dope question all in itself. That's why when you said college, I'm like, oh, really college, sis? Because you had some episodes way before college. (laughs) It was in college where it was like, okay, safety net gone. What you about to do? So I love that. I love that. I love that. So next question. Um. What was it? Was there any hesitation to that calling that you had on your life and making that decision to really show up? Absolutely. It's so funny that you just mentioned before you asked this question, like, girl, you had situations way before college. And it's so crazy because I can remember as early as elementary school, you know, having such a something about just who I was made gave me favor with teachers mm, and students mm-hmm. yeah. and it was just something about me that I didn't know I'm a kid like I'm just like I'm just showing up to be yeah mm-hmm. but a part of that while there was so much favor there was a lot of hate I have experienced a lot okay a lot of just yeah. unnecessary hate of people and when yeah. I say hate not necessarily people, well, maybe they do, but just hating that light and them probably not knowing as well as me not really knowing what I actually carried as well. So over time with that, it just was a lot of drama that came. Like it was a lot of drama. And so over time, I remember after middle school, getting ready to go in high school, I was like, you know, I'm going to tone down, you know, the way that I dress and I'm going to tone down you know, being a part of so many different extracurricular activities. And I'm just going to focus on just being, you know, a A student and just kind of staying out of the way. I want to get away from the in crowd because I will find myself in the in crowd. Like, how y'all even know me? Like, I just want to go hang out with my cousins. Y'all really not my friends like that. Right, right. Who are you again? (laughs) (laughs) But I couldn't, like, it just was on me. And so as I was, I started dimming my light very early because I didn't like the the negative part that came with it. And I mm. thought it was the outward things about me. My mom kept me really well dressed, you know? So mm-hmm. that was a big thing, like as a kid, like just your outer appearance of being able to just have stuff. That was something I was used to. I was used to mm-hmm. having stuff, but it wasn't what I, I, it wasn't something that I found value in. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, let me tone this, this stuff down a little bit. But then again, when I got to college, I realized I was like, here I am, even in my Christian circles, where it's a whole different dynamics from what it was when I was in middle school. And we just right. were kids and, right. you know, people just being kids. And here I was, and I'm like, it's the same thing like and then I moved forward to being in my job 
And then it was the same type of traction, like no matter what circle I was in, whether I tried to tone it down and not be fully myself because I didn't want to, you know, bring the, the, the light that I had and allow for it to shine so bright so that other people didn't feel, you know, kinds of way. I was like, yeah, this ain't really for me because people... You know, one minute they love you for your encouragement. And then the next moment when you're challenging them, you know, now you're the villain. And so I was like, I don't know about this guy. If they don't really want to, if that is not what they want to do, who am I? Right. Who am I? So hesitation, absolutely. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Definitely thank you for sharing that. And literally when you said like at the beginning, when you were younger in elementary, you like, what is this? Like just hearing you say that literally gave me chills because- it's always that something inside of you that you don't know Mm -hmm. what the heck it is. And you just like, I cannot let anyone see this thing because it feels bigger than me. And that feeling, that's your thing. That's your God. That's God inside of us. That's our introduction to the Holy Spirit. It's our introduction to the God that's inside of us, but we don't see it at that, at that age. We're fearful. And sometimes not even that age Mm -hmm. is women who's 30, 35, 40 right now that's Mm -hmm. feeling that thing and still hasn't addressed it, still hasn't answered Mm -hmm. the call because they feel like it's bigger than them. And you go through so much stuff in life that you might feel like, I don't really feel worthy of this. I don't really feel like this calling and this light and this attention that I'm getting that I'm worthy of. Because like you said, the same people who will love you will hate you the next day. We see it all the Mm -hmm. time. We see it on social media. We see it with, um, you know, big church pastors and all that. They tweet one thing that's out of alignment with what makes people feel comfortable. And then they go from love to hate it. So I definitely mm-hmm. understand why you would have that type of hesitation because God revealed to that thing to you pretty early. And he was yeah. showing you and there was this bubbling and this flow in your belly that you did not understand. But look at you today answering that call and reading the scriptures and reading the word of God that tells us to be the light that we're called and commanded to be the light so you like hold up okay it's no more dimming anything I have to show up because I was called to show up this thing that's inside of me isn't an accident it's on purpose so when we find that it's on purpose and we learn our God and we learn how intentional our God is then we start to show up like what happened with that Sarah Jakes, you know vibe you know how powerful how powerful she is like sis don't play she gonna talk to that thing like what happened what it is because this is the kingdom of God so I love that I love it yes come on cousin okay so the third question is how did you overcome the fear of showing up because the thing about showing up it's not just once right you have to show up over and over and over again you talked about um school and then college and then work and then now your entrepreneurship life you constantly have to keep showing up so what helps you overcome that fear of is it time for me to show up should I show up how do I show up mm-hmm. So this may sound like the cliche answer, but I, it's the honest to God truth. You have to. Well, let me say what worked for me before I go telling y'all what y'all need to do. <laughs> tell them. Tell them. We need it. <laughs> but for me, it really was being in a place where I spend crazy amounts of time with God. And 
trust me, I am definitely one of those ones that love to wake up in the morning like at 5 a.m. and have it all organized and all cute. Like, hey, God, I'm here. Good morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Like doing all of this. But I mean, and that's just not enough. You know, throughout my whole day, I mean, even in work, even when my circumstance was not necessarily what I desire for it to be, even like what I wrote about in my book, because there definitely was a season in life where my circumstance was like, God, okay, you feeling real far away right now, because what is this? This is not, this is not your promise for my life. But even still showing up to have those types of conversations with God. And then the midst of that, allowing for myself to be honest with God as a result I was honest with myself and I got the clarity that I needed about me I stopped looking at blaming my job I stopped looking Mm -hmm. to blame romantic relationships Mm -hmm. that I was in that didn't work I stopped looking to blame friendships that did you know things of betrayal or whatever like I just stopped putting the blame on other people and look at my role in the situation and I got serious about how I wanted to show up regardless of what other people was doing because I couldn't I can't change them I can't change them but when I lay my head down at night or when I go into my safe space and in my safe space for me is definitely reflecting how can I get better I know I ain't like the way you did that but I can't go and change you so how can I make sure that the next time I show up, though I can't change you, you're going to get this light, though. Right. So I had to come to a place and only God can do that. Mm-hmm. Only God can really do that because he knows like he knows you, you his child. So he mm-hmm. him knowing me gave me the confidence that I didn't have to just try to show up the way people was telling me I needed to show up for God right. because he already knew I'm showing up broken, hurt, confused angry it full is. of negative thoughts right. and still waking up the next day with a little inkle in the positivity in me you know right. because I know that you know it can't all be so bad you know I don't like the way it feels to even be negative in this area so I don't want to move forward and having negativity just guiding my path all throughout the day so just even giving giving acknowledgement to even the small wins and realizing that those small wins in isolation, oh my gosh, like the harvest for it is huge. It's huge. And all it needs to be is a party of one. Yeah. All it needs to be is a party of one. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. And absolutely. I think something key that you said is, you know, I stopped blaming everyone else. I think when we lose that victim mentality or looking Mm -hmm. or seeking for some type of excuse to excuse us from our purpose, that we really start to show up. Because the thing about it is when we stop playing victim, we take back control of our life. So Mm -hmm. instead of um, blaming my job or my mom or my cousin or how I grew up and I say, it's because of me that I can change it. If you put it on your job, Mm -hmm. your job has to change before your life change if you put it on your Mm -hmm. childhood you can't go back and change that so what's the outcome if you continue Mm -hmm. to place that blame somewhere else other than giving the power back to yourself and saying I get to shape the circumstances in the Mm -hmm. way that my life is gonna flow so I Mm -hmm. think that is so key when you said that like sometimes and and you also mentioned just isolation and being in that quiet place with God like 
my audience already know if they listen to my podcast, I talk about the secret place so much. Mm -hmm. Like it's like this golden key place. I don't care how many books you read. I don't care who say this, the five keys to changing your life. Your life is changed at the feet of Jesus. And that Mm -hmm. is never going to change. You have to have a, and I pray to God because I, like you said, I don't always jump up like, oh, I'm about to spend time with God, period. <laughs> no. So I pray for God and say, God, give me a hunger and the desire to know you on a level where we actually have a relationship. Like you are my heavenly father. I want to be like, let me call my father because this don't sound right. Uh, let me mm-hmm. call my father because he is the master strategist. Let mm-hmm. me call my father because he is the perfect God. So get into that place where you know your source and God is our source. So girl, you come on now. I keep dropping them gems. We need them. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. So this next question I want you to give us a little insight about your book, about your brand, and why you decided to step into your purpose in this way, in this season. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's so emotional because it's yes, like, we really yes. doing this? We really doing it? Right. Yes, girl, we really doing this. <laughs> um, so what inspired me to write when it's finally your turn is... I, okay, I did not know what life was going to look like for me post-grad. Didn't know. Nobody ever knows, but I had so much faith and hope. I'm like, God, I know that you have a position with my name on it. And I believe that. And so as I matriculated through my courses through school and then I got to post-grad, here I was in my career. Okay, so I went to school for biology and chemistry. Chemistry was actually my minor. But then I ended up getting a position as a chemist at a fragrance and flavor lab. And I'm like, whoo, I'm out here. I'm making it. I'm like ready to just take on the road because I'm like, here I am. Most people don't have that story. They don't have a story to where they go into their field straight out of school. And so, <laughs> and so here I was in the midst of my answer prayer, and it wasn't long before my answer prayer grieved me. It really was mm. grieving me. And here mm. I was, like, it, it doesn't matter how polished I seem yeah. to be. As you continue to grow, it, it's something about experiences or the things that you go through that really, they, it really refines you. Like, the fire really refines those impurities in your life and Mm. that's what it was in my in my at my job and it hurt a lot because I'm like this big bubbly personality and I wanted to really just show up more than what I was actually showing up because now my Mm -hmm. energy is being stolen away from me because I'm being accused of things you know my character is being attacked you know, even as I'm showing up with integrity and taking ownership, it just seemed like nothing that I was doing was good enough. And even when things seemed, seemed to have been getting better, it was like they just continued to escalate to be right. worse and just my feeling. And I hated, I hated the idea of even thinking that, you know, some of the things that I was experiencing was because I was Black and because yeah. I was a woman. And, and especially because the, the leads in my department were black women. So I'm thinking, but that don't matter because the company ain't ran by us. So, 
they right. still had they still had people above them that they played the system how they go so I learned in the journey what it looks like when people play a game that I had never experienced before and you know there's people that's been out there y'all work corporate jobs y'all done things to where it's like girl whatever but that was new to me mm-hmm. so when it's finally your turn it it really came about because I realized as bad as I wanted to quit, as much as I didn't really like my situation, I really overcame by not having a victim's mentality, period. And I see so many people lack that. Like we talked about this a little bit earlier, but it's like the moment that you fail at something or you don't do it well, Mm -hmm. you want to, you take that as an indication to quit. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me. If you don't take the opportunity in your failures to learn how that, how you can be better and how you can get better to actually overcome, you're going to continue to fail at even the things that you feel like you're winning at. Right. Mm. So as I wrote that, as I wrote my book, I wrote my book and the idea was to get that across for people, get that message across that you may be in a season of your life where it's uncomfortable and you don't like <laughs> where you're right, at, Right. but don't despise that moment because this is also a part of that winning streak that you're looking for. Yeah. And as a result, I didn't just include my story because I, I, I see how so many times, how much, so many, what am I saying? <laughs> I see how people shrink when I say, oh, um, I'm a chemist. They like, they instantly start to put themselves below me. And that's crazy to me. Like that title only comes from not giving up, baby. You could do the same thing if that's what you wanted to do too. So Mm -hmm. that's my whole message is that when it's finally your turn is right now. I think so many people are waiting for this big grand moment for them to measure their success by the cars and the house and the material things. And those things, and trust me, Trust me, when the time comes, I'm definitely going, I'm a stunt, right? Yeah, definitely. But realizing my stunting has nothing to do with what I have, but because of who is in me and what I've actually overcome right? in private before it ever made it to be public. And yeah. so I shared my story and I also included the testimonies of 12 other women that have different angles of life that they've that they're coming from and they're realizing like hey you know I'm not just waiting for the 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 feeling of depression to just not be a part of my life anymore to say hey I've overcome it is my turn now right and so that's where um that's what really inspired me to write the book Okay. I love that. I definitely love that. And you hit so many things when you describe that. And I know that, you know, a book, we have to get it in their hands first, right? We got to get it Mm -hmm. in their hands because they want to listen. We're in a generation where we want to listen. We want to see it and all of these things. That's why before you even stepped into entrepreneurship or into the social media realm at all, because you wasn't like even... (laughs) playing those type of, you know, games. That's not how you were showing up. It was so important because I knew you on that level. I knew your story. I knew your journey. I knew your movie, right? Because I'm Mm -hmm. watching it all the time. So it was so important for me to eventually see you at this place where I get to share you with the world because you're such a gem and you're so amazing. And you touched on um, being tried by fire. Girl, let's not even... 
let's not even swim over that because <laughs> that is so powerful and you have to get that in this walk of faith you mm-hmm. have to understand that that is so key you will be tried by fire to refine you like you said to make sure that those impurities and those things that's just inside of you from years and years and years and years of mindsets and situations and experiences you have to go through that process who art thou to think that you would not have to go through the process of of being refined so that you can present yourself in the world as a vessel being used by the perfect Mm -hmm. God you think you can jump out there and be used by the perfect God with all that childhood trauma and all them lies and all that stuff? No, baby, he will renew you, renew your mind and give you a new heart and all of those beautiful things because that's who our God is. And um, when it's finally your turn is so on point for this series, right? Because really I'm calling out women of empowerment, women Mm -hmm. of empowerment who don't even know how to title themselves as women of empowerment. But all your Mm -hmm. life, you've been empowering people. All your life, you've been shrinking sometimes because that gift inside of you feels so big but Mm -hmm. when it's finally your turn and you see that call lighting up everywhere because it Mm -hmm. literally haunts you period Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you cannot run from the calling that God has on your life because he loves you too much right he loves you too much to allow you to walk wake up any day and just say I forgot about Mm -hmm. God telling me to do that no you didn't sis he's not gonna (laughs) allow you to forget you can ignore it but he's not gonna allow you to forget what he created you for that wouldn't align with the God that we serve. So I love that you were so disciplined to take the time and sit down and say, this message is all I want to get to you in this book. It's not about anything outside of you receiving this message because I feel like it's worthy to change your life based on the experience that I've gone through as a black chemist, as a woman of God, as a woman of purpose. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And listen, I told them like, this book is poetic. It's not your <laughs> it's not your regular book. It's poetic. It's poetry to a person who's really trying to identify what's this thing inside of me. And is it okay for me to show up as the woman I was called to be? And this is a book that's telling you, sis, it's okay. I said it's okay. And 12 other sisters in this book is telling you it's okay. Mm-hmm. So show up. And I am one of them sisters in the book. So period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. I love it. I love it. And I know this is just the beginning. Like I know you haven't even graced the surface yet. So I'm excited. And I'm excited to have you on my podcast to let y'all know when she, you know, in the big times where it all started <laughs> that we plan this podcast back over and over and over again. <laughs> that my cousin yes that yeah can I can I get to the front of the line um I know her I know her (laughs) so I'm so excited for you I'm so excited for you it doesn't it never matters what it looks like when I look at your story because I know it's never what it looks like I already know like it's never what it's looked like because she ain't gonna show y'all that deep of what it is like you really have to be sitting down face to face with her to know what's really going on but what she shares with you is what the Lord has confirmed for her to share but it's never what it seems you know what I'm saying so we're excited about this book where can we find the book okay so you can find the book on Amazon okay look up on uh, when it's finally your turn author Zakira Sheree or you can go ahead and follow me follow me on Instagram at Zakira Sheree 
And there's a link in my bio and you can get it from there. And once you actually purchase from there, you actually get a little treat that you don't get with Amazon from mm-hmm. me with a it personalized and signed and a little note to just thank you for your support and really pushing you to your next level. So it's, it's time. It's time. It's time to show up. I'm so excited. So this is our last and final question. And I wanted to ask you if through all your experience, everything that you went through, everything that makes you who you are today, if you could leave the women who listened to this episode with a piece of advice that helps to propel them into their purpose, what would that be? That would be, sis, don't be afraid of getting to learn who you are. I know your desires. I know the things that the dreams that you have for your life and the things that you really deeply want badly seems like the thing that's going to bring your life together. It may be marriage. It may be ministry. It may be, you know, your business, whatever it is. Those things are beautiful, Mm -hmm. but those things cannot thrive without you knowing who Mm -hmm. God has called you to be. Don't be afraid to face look dead in the face those things that hurt you you know I didn't even know that the things that's trauma in my life was trauma I used to identify trauma in my life as bad decisions do you know how much of a weight that is to not have the clarity that the trauma in my life was a bad decision that I made first of all God ain't never called for us to carry those kinds of burdens Mm -hmm. so once you become clear clear about who you are nobody else can come into your life and try to give you their identity and place their labels on you because trust me as you walk into purpose people will try to tell you who they believe for you to be even if it's good if it does not align with what you know God has called you to be you don't have to accept that and I believe that that is going to be the key that's going to propel you set some boundaries with the relationships that you have in your life whether it's with your parents your pastors, whoever that has any type of leadership in your life or influence in your life, set some boundaries. And the only way that you can set boundaries is if you get acquainted with who you know that God called you to be. Yes, yes. I hope y'all caught that, okay? I hope you got your notebooks and your notepads. You can play this bad press pause, whatever you need to do, because that was powerful. That may be the thing that you needed to hear to truly set you free, set you free to be who you were called to be, Mm -hmm. to get out here in these purpose streets, to start walking in your purpose and being bold and fearless, because Mazakira is bold and fearless, and she shows up where wherever she goes as the woman of God who she was called to be and we can't say that about everyone but I can definitely say that about you I love you so much thank you for joining the podcast today this won't be your last time here I'm sure we'll find different invite me back invite me (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much thank you for joining us don't forget to check out Zakira's book don't forget to follow her on Instagram Zakira Sheree spell it for us <laughs> z-a-k-i-e-r-a-s-h-a-r-e-y straight like that <laughs> period y'all better make it a song or something i love you so much thank you so I love much you. for thank joining you for having me of course bye bye 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to leave me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you guys next week. Go be successful. Thank you.